Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome back to the History AI Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck, joined by the ever-knowledgeable Marco. How are you today, Marco? I'm fantastic, Chuck. Excited to delve into a rather unique and somewhat humorous piece of history today. That's right. Today's episode is all about the infamous Emu War. But before we dive in, a quick reminder to our listeners to rate, follow, and share our podcast. Your support helps us keep bringing these fascinating stories to life. Now, let's talk about the invasion. And no, we're not discussing aliens or Vikings. We're talking about emus, big flightless birds with a taste for wheat and a knack for causing chaos. Imagine this, it's 1932, and you're an Australian farmer, already dealing with the Great Depression. You're thinking, what else could possibly go wrong? And then you see it, a horde of emus on the horizon. It's like the opening scene of a bird-themed apocalypse movie. These emus, having finished their breeding season, are now on the move. There are about 20,000 of them, and they're heading straight for the newly cultivated farmlands. It's like they got an exclusive invite to the world's biggest wheat buffet. And these emus, they aren't your typical, polite buffet guests. No, they're like that one relative at Thanksgiving who eats everything and leaves a mess. They're gobbling up crops, knocking down fences, basically turning these farms into their personal playgrounds. Farmers are trying to scare them off, but these emus are fearless. They're looking at the farmers like, you think that scarecrow is going to stop us? Please, we're emus, not pigeons. It's not just the crops they're destroying, they're also guzzling down and following the water supplies. These birds are like unruly tourists at a hotel, using up all the amenities and not even leaving a tip. The situation is so bad, the farmers are at their wits' end. They're sending desperate pleas to the government, saying, forget the kangaroos, it's the emus that are the real Australian menaces. And that's when the Australian government steps in. They're thinking, how hard can it be to control a bunch of birds? Oh, they had no idea what they were in for. It's like bringing a knife to a pillow fight. Thus begins one of the most unusual conflicts in history. The Great Emu War is about to start, and the emus, well, they don't even know they're the main characters. So, the stage is set, the emus have invaded, and the Australian government decides it's time for action. Enter Major GPW Meredith and his men, armed to the teeth, ready to face a bunch of birds. They arrive with Lewis guns, which are basically World War I-era machine guns. It's like showing up to a paintball game with a tank. And they have 10,000 rounds of ammunition. They're not messing around, or so they thought. The plan seems simple enough, find emus, shoot emus, save crops. But these soldiers soon realize they're not dealing with ordinary foes. These emus are more elusive than a politician's tax returns. Their first encounter near Campion is a disaster. They're expecting to easily mow down these birds, but the emus have other ideas. They scatter in all directions, running with surprising speed. It's like trying to catch greased lightning with feathers. Major Meredith must have felt like he was in a bizarre game of duck-duck-goose, except every bird is a goose, and they're all Olympic sprinters. The soldiers quickly learn that emus are tough. Some birds take multiple rounds but keep running. Meredith later remarks that the emus can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. He probably wondered if they had secretly developed bulletproof feathers. 
and then there's this so-called a general, an emu that seems to be leading the others. The soldiers joke that this bird is the mastermind, the Napoleon of the emu world. Each failed attempt to control the emu population is like a scene from a slapstick comedy. Bullets are flying, emus are running, and the Australian military is left scratching their heads. It's not just a battle, it's a full-blown emu-geddon. The troops are using all their skills, but it turns out their enemy is more elusive than an honest answer in a political debate. This was supposed to be a quick operation, but the emus are turning it into an embarrassing spectacle. The world is watching, and the emus are stealing the show. As the emu war escalates, the Australian military, under Major Meredith, begins to realize that this isn't just a battle. It's more like a wild goose chase, except with emus, who are apparently tactical geniuses. The troops try new tactics. One idea is to ambush the emus at a local dam. They're thinking, aha, we've got you now. But the emus must have had a spy because when the soldiers get there, the emus are nowhere to be seen. It's like planning a surprise party, and the guest of honor decides to skip town. Then there's the idea to mount machine guns on trucks, a sort of Mad Max meets Animal Planet scenario. The plan sounds foolproof, but there's one problem, the emus can run like they've got engines in their legs. The trucks can't keep up, and the terrain is too rough. It's like trying to race a Ferrari on a rally track. The soldiers, trained for combat, find themselves in an absurd situation. They're supposed to be fearsome warriors but now they're out here playing tag with birds who don't even know they're in a game. And let's not forget the reliability of the Lewis guns. In one instance, the gun jams, and the emu sees the opportunity to scatter in every direction. It's as if the birds are mocking the soldiers saying better luck next time fellas. Major Meredith is probably thinking, I train for warfare, not birdwatching with heavy artillery. It's becoming clear that this war is less about firepower and more about outsmarting a bunch of feathered marathon runners. In the midst of all this, there are small victories. A few emus are taken down, but it's like using a sledgehammer to swat flies. The effort and resources just don't match the results. And the Australian public? They're following this saga. Some are amused, some are bewildered, and others are just wondering how their tax dollars are being spent. It's like watching the most bizarre reality show, but it's real life, and the stars are emus. The Great Emu War is turning into a story of man versus nature, where nature refuses to follow the script. It's not just a conflict, it's becoming a lesson in humility for the Australian military. After a few weeks, with only a fraction of the emu population eliminated, the operation was deemed a failure. The Australian House of Representatives even discussed the operation, with some members calling it ridiculous. The war on emus ended with the birds essentially winning. It highlighted the difficulties of managing wildlife populations and the resilience of nature. In terms of casualties, around 2,500 emus were killed. The operation's failure led to the development of more effective pest control strategies and a deeper respect for the harsh Australian landscape. And the farmers? Eventually, the government provided assistance in the form of bounty systems and other measures. We'll be right back after this quick message from our sponsor. From the mind behind the History AI podcast comes an electrifying journey into the past. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Dive into a tale where Benjamin Franklin, America's beloved inventor, takes an unexpected journey through time. But with his leap, he unleashes a powerful ripple. 
Now, with dark forces lurking in the shadows, harnessing this energy to shatter and enslave the world, it's a race against time. Will Franklin fix the future? Or will history rewrite itself? Uncover the secrets. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Time has never been more fragile. On Amazon now. So Chuck, the emu war, while seemingly a small and bizarre blip in history, does offer some important lessons. Absolutely Marco. It's a testament to the unpredictability of nature and the unintended consequences of human intervention in the environment. And let's not forget the emus, the unlikely victors in a war against the modern military. Before we wrap up, a special thank you to our listeners for joining us today. Remember, you can suggest topics for future episodes through our social media channels. Rate, follow, and share the History AI podcast to keep up with our latest episodes. Until next time, this is Chuck and Marco, signing off from the History AI podcast.